WLOU Louisville. W284 AD New Albany. 1047. It's WLOU on FM. That is sponsored by Dana Davis. Five thirty is now time for backcourt sports. I bring you the host Dana Davis. Good evening, good evening, Dana Davis in the building. Glad to be here on this beautiful Saturday afternoon uh, here today to talk sports. We welcome you to the backcourt sports talk show where we talk sports. Hey, strictly I'm sports, strictly sports. I'm here with my man, uh, the 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 magician, uh, the man behind the curtain, Mister. Jerry Hazard, how you doing, Mr. J. Haz? What's going on, Dana D? What's happening, Doc? Hey, man, I, I heard some very, some very uh, uh, good things. I saw some very good things on uh, social media the other mm. day. It, 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 somebody just recently cele- celebrated a birthday, didn't they? Yes, sir. Man, man, how was it? It was beautiful, man. How, how old did you turn? <laughs> okay, we're going to leave that alone. You're going to do me like it. Yeah, we're going to leave that alone. Let me just say, you, you don't look a day over yes, sir. 21, my friend. You know your life has treated you well, man, and I, I'm glad you were able to celebrate umpteenth year and uh yeah i'm just glad that uh uh you were able to do that i hope you enjoyed yourself I had a great time man that's good i'm glad to hear it. i'm glad to hear it. hey man we got a lot of stuff going on this week man you know man. uh a lot of stuff we can talk about um i just want to uh first of all uh let us uh, let the guests know that uh, uh stay tuned to this broadcast here we have a special guest a uh uh, special uh, guest. Special guest. Very special guest. Uh, UofL legend. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. UofL mm-hmm. legend. So I look forward to that conversation. Uh, I'm not going to talk about him right now yes, until uh, we get him on the line. But, uh, yeah, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, man. We had the fight last weekend. Uh, we've got senior day coming up ne- uh, tomorrow uh, for the UofL. we got the women that are doing good. And, uh, man, what about this guy, Makai Becton? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? I glanced at a little bit of it, man. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Makai Becton, uh, you know, he was a U of L offensive lineman. Yeah, He's uh, forty and five. What the five? Five one one. Wow. He's what he, six seven. Six seven, three hundred and sixty-four pounds. And the uh, NFL Combine, mm-hmm. the young man ran a yes, five. Sir. One one man, yes, I watched the thing, man. I watched him to be able to get that all of that weight and height up and uh, uh, down that uh, that track, man. The, the, the big guy was moving, man. He was moving. They projected him to go five overall, man. I'm really excited about mm-hmm. how that's going out, man. Just another applause uh, to the U of L program, yes, you know, for producing talent that not only is able to go to the league but kind of stands out in certain areas like that. What the uh, Bob Petrino, uh product yes okay I, yeah i know i was in Satterfield. I'm, you know yeah d- yeah definitely definitely from uh not feeling him not not feeling mr satterfield hey they're supposed to be you know ranked pretty in the top 25 next well, year man we'll, we'll see we'll they see, finished man. the season looking pretty good but that's another topic for yes, you know another season but it's good to see that uh you know we have some uofl uh players that are doing well in the combine and and not only that just doing outstanding stuff man um six foot seven 364 pounds Yes, sir. And runs a five-one. That's pretty fast, man. 
I have to be six foot seven, three hundred, what, eighty four, sixty four pounds? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. That that is that's pretty. A, a young kid was moving, man. That's gonna go a long way towards his draft status, and mm-hmm. we're just looking forward to seeing uh, how far that takes him. Hey, what about the fight? I wasn't, man. I'm sick of him, man. I am sick of him. You sick of who? Wilder? I'm sick of him. Wha- Come wha- on, man. Get wha- the why? Why are you sick of? He comes out with that macho kind of thing and thinking he's. Man, he got to- he got war. So, for those of you who don't know uh, what we're talking about, or just joining in, uh, this is the Backcourt Sports Talk Show. We're talking about the Wilder, <coughs> the Wilder Fury fight that took place uh, last week, uh, where um, Wilder uh, was stopped in the uh, seventh round by a, uh, uh, a brutal beating that took place. Uh, you know, for seven rounds, it looked like he was out of it uh, pretty much after the third. He's since made a lot of comments saying that, um, you know, there are various reasons why uh, he was able, he wasn't able to win that fight, uh, and Fury was able to uh, to beat him. Um, one was being that he had had um, some um, his costume that he wore. I don't know if you saw it or not, but it reminded me of the Black Panther uh, costume, but a costume that he wore in recognition of Black History Month. Uh, weighed over 40 pounds uh, and it said that it sapped him of his leg strength uh, and it showed up in the third round. Uh, the fight that I saw, it looked like there was uh, a significant problem with the ear, the cut in the ear. Uh, it was thought at first that uh, he had uh, busted his eardrum and his legs looked like he just never had them underneath him. Uh, only to come to find out later that the uh, cut in the blood that you saw uh, was coming from behind the ear, uh, coming from behind the ear, uh, and he received, I think, six stitches uh, from that. Uh, and he just never seemed like he had his legs. It just seemed like from 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 the first round to me uh, that you know he he just wasn't himself, uh, and he wound up taking a brutal. Uh, a brutal beating, if I could say so, say the least, uh, that wound up in the, his um, his corner throwing in the towel uh, uh, to, uh, you know, preserve him uh, for to be able to fight again. Hey, if you have any comments on this fight, I know it's been debated in um, barber shops and on couches and uh, uh, in break rooms um, for the past week or so. But if you want to uh, have a a conversation or if you want to put in your input about the fight please give me a call at 776-1350 that is uh, 776-1350 if you want to talk about the wilder uh, fairy fight we uh, are anticipating that there is going to be a rematch uh, that um, wilder will um, will uh, exercise the clause in the contract to have another rematch and so I don't know about you but I'm looking forward to the third uh, meeting between these two uh, it's one and one and I think the third one would be a different outcome just going back to as I, I'm talking about this just making a comment um, as we're waiting for our, our special guest to uh, call in um, you know one of the things that I saw that was different uh, in this fight was that um, Wilder was not able to throw uh, he was not able to throw that vicious right hand because he wasn't able to set it up with a jab uh, because uh, Tyson Fury was always moving forward, something that had uh, not taken place in the previous fight. Uh, Tyson was uh, definitely 
uh, the aggressor in this match from uh, the sound of the bell. And usually um, Wilder is the aggressor, but this time it came out different. And Tyson Fury took the fight to him, and he wasn't able to set up uh, that devastating right hand uh, that he usually has and uh, wind up suffering a, a terrible loss in this fight. And I think um, if I was the Wilder corner, uh, and I'm, I'm sure they're doing the exact thing that I'm getting ready to say, I would find as big a fighter as I could um, that would uh, resemble Tyson Fury. Um, I would uh, find one as big as I could that would resemble him and had the same jab. But this time, instead of setting back and waiting for the fight to come to you and pick your spots, I would make sure that uh, the sparring partner uh, was well-schooled in being the aggressor. I think that was the difference in this fight. Uh, I think that um, Wilder was not able to, um, to adjust uh, to the new fighting style, Tyson Fury. And because of that, uh, he wasn't able to figure it out, and he suffered this loss. Um, and so uh, I think it definitely will be a different fight because if, uh, his, if his corner is smart at all, uh, he will have a sparring partner that would give him a great look um, for him to be able to fight um, Tyson Fury in the next fight and be accustomed to the new fighting style that Fury has when coming against Wilder. I still believe in him. I think he has a powerful right hand. Uh, some say that he's not a um, boxer. Uh, I, I can kind of agree with that, but um, I can also say that, you know, you can teach boxing. Uh, you can definitely teach boxing. You can't uh, teach uh, people how to be knockout artists like um like fit like wilder is and so i believe that he can take those building blocks from what he has in order for him to be able to continue to um be successful at that level uh he's gonna have to pick up uh, some boxing tips uh and not uh, be so uh dependent upon uh that right hand if you uh want to um comment on this give me a call at 776-1350 that is 776- 1350 we're just talking about the Tyson Fury uh, Wilder fight that just took place uh, on last Saturday that ended in a seven round uh, knockout um, because the uh, Wilder uh, camp threw in the towel um, in the seventh round because of the beating he was taking um, once again uh, this is the Backhorse Sports Talk Show. My name is Dana Davis in the building. This beautiful Saturday here in the studio talking sports. We're looking forward uh, to having a great time. How about those U of L Cardinals? If you want to talk about them, uh, give me a call at 776-1350. That's 776-1350. Uh, if you want to talk uh, to me, do we have a call? So we were just talking about the fight, uh, and I, I gave the synopsis to to uh, to the audience about what I thought and how the fight went. Uh, do you, you you think you have time to to give you a synopsis about? You know, I thought the fight went this way. I thought the fight went because 
Tyson Fury moved forward that it threw Wilder off and Wilder couldn't adjust to it and because of that he wound up um, losing the fight. What do you think? I do, I keep telling you, man, that's terrible. Wilder's terrible. He need to retire. You, you don't what, retire. Why do you think he needs to retire though? Man, why? He's not like that. He's not cut like that. He's not cut like man, that. That white man showed out on him. You hear me? The man, yeah, the man went from WWE all the way back. Yeah, yeah, he 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 definitely took the fight to him. Hey, uh, uh, this is um, the Backcourt Sports Talk Show. This is uh, Dana Davis in the building here with my man Jay Has. We're talking yes, all things sports, Strictly man. Sports. Strictly sports, and uh, we uh, are going to take a quick break and be right back to you uh, with our guests. I ain't gonna introduce him until he gets on the line. But if you want to talk to our guest today, if you want to put it, get in on this conversation, well, he's on hold right now. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna get right to him. Uh, give us a call at seven seven six thirteen fifty. That's seven seven six thirteen fifty. presents oh boy. another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, I got some bad news. Someone broke into our apartment and they took your TV and your computer. But what's most upsetting is they took my water bottle. Oh wait, there it is. I was really worried for a second. Oh, they took your stereo too. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate is only worried about her $2 aluminum water bottle. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. We are back with uh, Backcourt Sports, your host, Dana Davis. Good evening, good evening. Hey, we're back, back at the uh, Backcourt Sports Talk Show where we talk strictly sports. Hey, I have a special guest online that took the time out this evening to call in and talk a little basketball uh, with us here uh, this evening. Somebody that I'm uh, very excited about, Um, you know. I I really don't think he needs no introduction about his accolades. What number was he? Uh, I think his number was 34? Number 32 Number 32 Number 32 Hey, I ask that you would uh, My audience, I ask that you would welcome uh, The the legendary Dewan Wheat to the show Oh my Wheat How you doing, <laughs> Mr. Up? Wheat? What's up, fellas? Everything's good? How y'all been? Hey, we're doing great here, man I want to first thank you, man For taking the time out of your business schedule, man To call in and Talk a little bit of sports uh, with me this evening, man. I, I just want to say I really appreciate it. Oh, man, no problem. Dan, everything's good, bro. That's good, man. That's great, man. Hey, uh, so, man, we were talking, uh, before we get into, the, you know, talking about you, man, We, me and uh, Jerry were talking a little bit about the fight last week. Were you able to see it? Yeah, I seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, so can, can you – Jerry seems to think that uh, Wilder needs to retire. Yes, uh, sir. What do you think about that? <laughs> man, I tell you, I, I wouldn't go to that extreme, but I'll tell you, man, uh, he, he, needs to, he needs to get back in the gym with a, with a, with a, with a trainer and, 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 uh, and, and, and some people who, who knows what they're doing, man. I mean, I, I, know, I know how, uh, like how superstars are sometimes, man. You know, they get that big head, man, and – you know, they riding around in that shiny car, man, and they ain't putting that road work in like they need to. And, 
and, and getting their reps in, man. And that's and that's just what I've seen from the fight, man. I, I just think I just thought he wasn't prepared. Hey, hey, I would definitely agree with that, man. As I, I was trying to tell Jerry, man, it seemed like that uh, the fighting style of uh, Fury kind of uh, threw him off a little bit. I know in the first round, Fury was kind of sitting back trying to uh, really pick his spots, and Wilder, uh, Wilder was the aggressor. But in this fight, since the bell rung, you know, Fury came out of his corner and he was on him. Yeah, uh, he, I, he met him right in the middle, man. He ran, met him right in the middle, yeah. and... Uh, I mean, it was it was from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Wilder, yeah. Wilder, man, he that ought to that ought to that ought to show him something, man. And I hope it makes him hungry, man, because I know he, he's not a he's not a young fighter. I think he's like thirty four, so he, he's he's right there. But uh, I, I I would I would I would pay to see see the see the third fight just because I would pay it because I want to see how 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 he uh he's prepared, you know, in the third fight opposed to the second fight, man, because you know you you got to. I mean, it seems like he trains just to knock people out, man. You got to, I mean, what if it goes a distance, man? Can you can you last? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And that's that's usually the problem that you have with knockout artists, man. They when somebody gets to them that uh, causes them to go a little bit longer than what they what, what they've used to going, they haven't landed that big punch and got them on the canvas. You know, they kind of get a little shell shock sometimes, and I think that is one of the reasons you know that this was taking place. Uh, and I agree with you, man. I'm looking forward to the third fight. Uh, I don't think it's going to come out unlike Jerry has it, uh, Mr. J has. I don't think it's going to turn out the same way as you said. Up. I think that uh, he's going to uh, definitely do the work, the work that is needed in order for him uh, to be get back and be a contender uh, for that belt again. Um, I'd like to see him uh, take up a lot more boxing and not depend upon uh, that right hand so much. He's going to have to learn some other techniques now uh, because that right hand is not going to do it uh, anymore, right. and that's been proven the other night. Yeah, that right hand is not going to do it all the time. Yep, man. yep. And, and from – the first, the first, the first thirty seconds into the first round, I was like, "Wait a minute! I just know Wilder's not going to just stand there and try to punch with this dude." I was thinking, you know, you got to move around like like Ali yeah. used to, you know, mm -hmm. just move around, bounce around. I, yeah. I mean, I, I went into the fight like before the fight. I'm like, I know Wilder. Wilder's body looks good. He looked like he's in shape. I know he's about to bounce around the ring and you know try to try to hit him, hit him a good couple times, but it never happened. He stood right there and tried to. Battle with you know somebody that outweighs him by a lot, and he's long, he, he's tall. I was like, oh, I knew, it was, I knew it was trouble. Yep, yep. Yeah, it, it it didn't go I well at all, man. Mean. It looked pretty bad, man. Hey, yeah, man, man. I I was thinking as I was preparing for this uh this interview, man. I was thinking of you know the first time we met, and you probably don't remember this, man, but uh you know I, I thought it was kind of funny that uh the first time that I I really met you, man, is that um we were playing in Seneca Park, you know, I think it was, I can't remember if it was on a Saturday or, or during the weekday. We used to play all seven days back then, you know how we were. And, right. uh, man, I was, um, I was uh, uh, on a fast break. I don't know how I got it, but I was uh, by myself, and, and I kind of uh, went up a little lazy to lay the ball up, man, and you went up there and pinned it on the backboard. <laughs> that's one of the first memories i have of you man but here's what here's what's so crazy is that you know when i was preparing for the uh the interview uh week man i was trying to figure out just how old you was and so right. as i was calculating the time that you graduated from high school which was 92 and the time that i graduated when 88 i was like man i'm roughly five six years older than him 
And right. my calculations came up initially came up to be uh, that you did that as a freshman. But you know what, we my pride wouldn't let me say that I allowed a freshman in high school <laughs> pin you on the backboard, pin my pin my my my, my layup on the backboard. So I'm gonna say it was your junior year uh, right. <laughs> that you went up and did that, and uh, that's when I knew that U uh, of L had a a, a good uh, a good one coming, man. And I'm uh, I'm just uh, happy to to see the success that has come. Uh, you know, that you've had in your career, man, and from this game of basketball, man, and it reminds me of this question, uh, uh, the uh, story of uh, uh, Dear Basketball, you know, Kobe Bryant, you know, that story he produced, man, and in that story, he, he told about how he fell in love with basketball. Man, and as I was preparing for this interview, that was one of the questions that, that came to my mind, man. When, when did you know that that was your game and that, you know, you loved it so much? When did you uh. know I knew on a, at an early age. I was I was playing football at first, and uh, I was I was just as good as fo in football as I was in basketball coming up as as a youth. Okay. Uh, I would say right around the time when I got got in the seventh or seventh eighth grade, man, it, it kind of clicked because the leagues I was playing in, you know, it it, it was it, it became a little. It became a little easy for me, okay. if, if I if I could say that. You know, not not real easy, but I can tell I was better than than than, than most of the kids, and um, you know, and and then not not only not not only just basketball wise, but as I got you know to my uh, uh, freshman sophomore year in high school, my athleticism started to catch up with my with my game, and you know, I just took off from there. Okay. Okay. Can, can you can you give me one of like from your when it, from your you know even from elementary to probably even through high school man can you give me one of your fondest memories you have of the game or either playing it or meeting somebody uh, from you know uh, you know contact with the game you know what what is basketball during that time period maybe from elementary to high school what fond memory did basketball give you? Oh man, it gave me many memories. I just uh I have a couple memories. One being uh my first my first uh my first game in, in fifth grade. Uh, my uh my uncle uh, took me took me to uh to a to a to a basketball game. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, and the coach was like, you know, we need one, you won't play and I never had never played in a league. You know, I'm in the fifth grade, you know, these kids now they they they, they starting at five and six playing in leagues, but you know, I got to the fifth grade. I had never played. So, you know, I was like, sure, you know, got dressed. And, you know, I just, and the rest was history. I just I just started playing basketball at the basketball day in, day out, over where I used to live, over in 10th Street Park, man. And, and uh, you know, I was playing with the older guys, and it, it really helped my game playing with those older guys. Mm -hmm. do, do you regret, you said you, you, you played football, that was kind of your initial sport. Do you do you regret ever giving up that sport? Or do you still? How do you feel about that? Man, I I, I I wanted to play in high school. I really did. I wanted to play. Uh, I almost played my freshman year. I was going. Uh, the coaches wanted me to play varsity. They wanted me to play the quarterback. And uh, and I was I was going to do it. But then they told me. I don't know if you guys remember Tony Rice from Notre Dame back in the day. Do you? Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Man, the guy, the guy said, uh, you know, you can be Tony Rice for us. You know, won't you come on out? Then I thought, I'm like, wait a minute, Tony Rice ain't no pocket quarterback. They want me to run the option. I was like, oh no, I can't <laughs> do that. 
Yeah, they wanted to get you out there running, huh? You didn't, you didn't want to take them licks like that, huh? Man, I, I was 155 pounds. I <laughs> yeah, I, I understand it, man. I understand it. Hey, man, uh, you are in the uh, Ballot Hall of Fame. Is that correct? Yes, sir. How, did, how does that make you feel, man? Knowing that, you know, uh, a young kid uh, from the West End, right? Yep. Yep. Is in, is in, has achieved such success, uh, and, you know, one of them is being his high school. How does that make you feel? Man, it's awesome, man, because I, you know, I know the the, the, the people that, 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 that was before me and that I watched grow up, and, and, and until, until I got there, and, and, and now I'm a Hall of Famer, man, and, and it's just awesome because I know along the way, you know, it was kids looking up to me from, from, from where I grew up, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just the, you know, just to flash straight and narrow, man, just try to, you know, do my homework and do my classwork and, you know, handle my business on the, on, on the court and, and, and try to get a scholarship, man, to the University of Louisville was awesome, man. And, you know, I felt the responsibility that I had to do it for, you know, not only myself, my family, but, you know, for the kids that was behind me, man. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah. can I? Hey, how you doing, Mr. J. Has I got a quick question, man. You played at Ballard, and you you guys came out with some uh, state championships. I can just name a few guys: uh, Charles McDuffie, John yep. White. I can just name on some guys, man. That Alan played Houston. before you, Allen Houston. But let me ask you: as you come out of high school, out of Ballard High School, what were some of the schools that was looking for you to, as uh, your uh, career in, in college basketball? Um, I got recruited by Tennessee heavily. Uh, got recruited by South Carolina. Uh, UCLA. Hmm. Uh, then the area schools, of course, West Kentucky, EKU. But you know, not not none of the the, the the quote unquote blue bloods, man. I, I was just, you know, I flew under the radar, man, and that was cool for me because it fit my personality. Let me ask you: Do you regret going to Louisville, or was it a huge success for you? Oh yeah, it was. It was definitely uh, definitely the right choice for me. Uh, I was. Uh, I always had my reservations a little bit because uh, I knew, you know, back in the day, U of L was 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 six six point guards, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I, you know, a lot a lot of the a uh, lot of the recruiters from other schools would would let me know that and remind me of that, like you know, Dewan, you know they, you know, you know U of L, uh, you know they like big guards, and I was like, well, yeah, but you know, maybe I can change that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey uh, real quick question, let me ask you this. Uh, Let's switch to, real quick to uh, Chris Mack and these uh, Cardinals. What do you think about Chris Mack? What do you think? I know Coach Patino's already been gone, but what do you think about the offset of Coach Patino and Chris Mack style? You know, it's like night and day. I mean, I, 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 I actually like, I like, I like both styles. I, I, I think Rick Patino is 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 like the all time one of all time greats, not only for the University of Louisville, but just college basketball. Period. You know, I, I remember just watching the games and. And as I became a coach, you know, I'm like, what is Rick, what, what, what defense is he running? Like, I never, I, I couldn't pinpoint, I couldn't figure out what he was doing. And, 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 and that's just the mark of a good coach, man. I mean, he, you know, Rick Pitino is, is in your face, uh, defense. You know, he loves those little, you know, six-foot point guards real quick to get up and pressure the, yes, pressure the offensive players. But, and then you, then you look at Chris style. he's more of a, you know, half-court defense uh you know, guard your man, help, you know, get on the boards. And, 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 and it's just a just a night and day style, and, and both of them is, is, is highly successful. Wow. Louisville's on, Dewan Wheat, and uh, had number 32, and congratulations. We're gonna t- uh, real quick, we're going to check with you in just a second. We're going to step out to a commercial break real quick, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, 
What do you think about Lamar Jackson? We're going to ask you, ask you that as well, too. We're going to ask you, what's your prediction and Louisville going all the way to the Final Four? We're going to ask Dewan Week, former Louisville's All-American, Dewan Week. Honey, it seems Timmy's learning naughty words. Chill, you just heard me talking about Cricket Wireless and their BFD. Big, friendly deal. A free LG Escape Plus when you switch. So he's not learning naughty words? Well, he did hear your brother call the football rapper you-know-what. No, I do not know what. Well, Timmy does. Six o'clock is down time. Once again, the second half of Backcourt Sports, your host Dana Davis in the building. What's up, D? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. D- doing great. Having a great time here talking to my friend, a little legend, uh, Mr. Dewan Wheat, on this beautiful Saturday evening. We ask that you would give us a call at 776-1350 if you want to join in on this conversation. Uh, just sitting here chatting it up with my friend, uh, the legend, uh, Mr. Dewan Wheat. Uh, Dewan, you still there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Hey, man, uh, I had a, a, a quick question I want to ask you before we got into some of the stuff that uh, Jerry talked about, man. And, you know, in, uh, I think it was when 2012, mm. uh, U of L uh, retired your jersey, correct? No, they, they just honored it. They honored your jersey. Okay. Yeah. Yes, uh, my, my bad. Well, they honored your jersey. In, in that ceremony, man, you, you mentioned uh, three people. You mentioned Coach uh, Davenport, you mentioned Coach Jerry Jones. And uh, Coach Crum, man, and uh, you really kind of talked a little bit about, um, you know, Jerry Jones, man. Can you can you tell me, you know, what type of, you know, impact he had on your career as a young man or as a player, or any yeah. of those three? Yeah, Coach Jones was awesome, man. I, and, and I know not only myself feel this way, but I know like most of the the players, past players who came through, and, and Coach Jones was there that. You know, he was like a father figure, man. You know, you know, he, he would, you know, if you had problems with your school or, you know, your classes, he was on it, you know. Uh, you know, if you need, just needed somebody to talk to because, you know, fans, fans don't really understand, you know, the, 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 the day-to-day grind it is for, for, for college basketball players, man. I mean, we, we, we have our ups and downs, you know, we, mm-hmm. you know, our highs and lows, you know, we have bad days, we get sick and, you know, sometimes you just need somebody to talk to or just, you know, confide in and, and Coach Jones was that for us, man. That's, that's good. That's good. That's that's good. good. Can, can you tell me, uh, you know, something that you've learned from any of those three that you still use today in, in your, you know, in what you're doing now, Coaching Valley? Yeah, I mean, just, you know the, the game's different. You know when 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 I was playing, uh, you know Coach Davenport had his his own system. Like 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 I see I, I see I see a lot of a lot of high school basketball games this this past fall, and uh, Coach Davenport wouldn't have some of the some of the, the the stuff that goes on, and that's why a lot of players couldn't play for Coach Davenport. You know he he had a system, mm-hmm. and uh, you know and the system worked. I mean it's going to win games, but. Everybody couldn't play in the system. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I take, I take, I take, I take you back. Uh, you know, Keith Legree when mm-hmm. he was at U of L, good friend of mine. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I, I, a good player, good friend of mine, uh, awesome player. But his system, it, the way he, the way he played, didn't fit. You know, Coach Crum's system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but but you know, me in high school, we ran the same, we ran the same offense, the same system as Coach Crum ran at U of L. So. I knew it like the back of my hand. I, I could, you know, 
I could get my shot. I knew how to manipulate, you know, plays. I knew how to, you know, deviate, you know, whatever I need to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some players don't know how to do that. And it was it was fortunate for me to, you know, play in a, a Scotty Downport system and then play in the same system as, as Denny Crown. Mm. That's good. That's good. So so uh, let me ask you this question. Um, you know, you know, talking about and you, you know, sound like that you you had some great relationships with with uh, some of the coaches that you know that have you have played under under uh, over the years. Uh, when when did coaching become an option for you? I knew it was something I wanted to do, like towards my uh, end of my own playing career. You know, uh, when I was at uh, when I was in Mexico, that was my last stop. You know, they wanted me to to be the the coach the following year, and you know, I thought about it, but. Uh, you know, I had two kids at the time, and I decided just couldn't do it. I had to get out. You know, I had to get home to my kids. Okay, okay. So, so are you in 2016? Correct. You were hired as the um, head coach of the Valley High School. Yes, sir. So how how do you how do you like that? I loved it. I love. I really do. Uh, it, it's awesome. Just you know, trying to. To, to, to touch the to touch the young kids' lives, yeah. you know, just outside of basketball, because you know, uh, coaches are needed. You know, coaches are needed, man. We we really are, and, and I understand that, and I took the responsibility on because you know the, the the youth needs you know good role models, positive role models. Not only not only just because I played in the NBA or you know I played for the University of Louisville, just just positive role models, man. You actually play for the Lakers. Yeah, I got drafted by the Lakers. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of the Lakers, man, uh, you know, I, I think everybody, um, you know, whether they were athlete or they played the game of, um, uh, you know, a game of basketball or whatever, man, I think everybody, in some degree, was touched by the loss of uh, Kobe, Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Yes. And his daughter and all those that passed with him. Um, was there any any uh, enlightenment or anything that you took from from that incident, um, you know, whether it's with the game of basketball, with the game of life, or is there anything that you know that stood out to you that came to you from that from that incident that took place with Kobe? Yeah, man, just <laughs> grab your kids, man. Just grab your kids. Yes. Uh, you know, we always, you know, we always talk about, you know. Um, you know, tomorrow's not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. I mean, yes, that's true. But you know, when that when when something like that happens, man, it's it hits deep. You know, and 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 you know, I personally, you know, knew Kobe. You know, I hadn't talked to him in years. You know, since early you know 2000. But you know, once you want, once you once you play basketball and 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 you play against someone and you meet someone, you know, you you know you you know him for life. You know, mm-hmm. if if you know if I was to walk past him. You know, a year ago, you know, it would still be, you know, he would still call me vet, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a little inside thing that, you know, he used to be, he used to call me, you right. know, back in the day, okay. you know, and it, it's just, it's just, it's just crazy, man. It's, it's so unfortunate, man, but, you know, it makes you want to grab your kids, man, and, and count your blessings. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's exactly the same thing that came to me uh, during that time is just make sure that you uh, give them the roses while they're still here. Yes, sir. Yes, yep. sir. That is yep. my. Can I ask Duan Weed one more question? Yes, sir. You can out? ask him as many as you want. Duan Weed, that's just uh, probably one of his biggest things in your career. Uh, a senior day. 
What's it like and what's the process? Oh, I've seen you day? Yes, sir. Oh, man, you a bill? Yes, sir. Oh, man, it was it was, it was great. I mean, I... Did you, I mean, did, did you cry a week? No, I didn't cry, man. No, I kept it together, man. I, I didn't cry. Uh, I, I just, I just felt accomplished, man. Cause I, you know, when I, when they was announcing my name, and you know, they was, you know, talking about all the things I did, and you know, scoring two thousand points and being the second all-time leading scorer, man. I was just like, wow, you know, it's, that's that's crazy. That's crazy coming from you know somebody who was born and raised, you know, from Louisville, and you know, coming from where I come from. I come from five fifty apartments, man, downtown, and wow. you know, I was just like, wow, man, you know. Great achievement. Great achievement. So what do you think about tomorrow night's uh, game with uh, Virginia Tech rolls into the Young Center against Louisville? What, what's the process? And what, what do you think is going to what Chris Mack's strategy should be tomorrow? Oh, man, he, he, he's a defensive-minded coach. Uh, you know, he's a system guy. You know, you got the the, the, the players got to run the system. And, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I personally like him. Uh, you know, but like I said, he's different than, than – and Rick Pitino, but he has his own style, and 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 I'm I'm behind it. I'm looking for a deep, deep, deep tournament run, man. I really that's what I said too. Pro- I told Dana that as well before we even started this show. I said, Lord, meet me in Atlanta. Road to the Final Four. I agree. I agree. I've, I've seen I've seen Coach Max White the other day, man. That's what I said. I said I see you in Atlanta, and she smiled. Is like, yep. You already know. Well. Uh, we, uh, you know, I kind of agree with that. We have all the tools in order for us to be there, but uh, you know, to me, it's just some glaring things that we definitely need to, uh, we need to correct in order for us to get there. Man. I agree, I yeah. agree, but but, but you got to look at look at look at the rest of the ACC teams. Ain't nobody standing out. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got. I mean, I I, I like Kansas, but I look at Kansas. I'm like, they not. They don't, I don't think they have. They haven't played no Louisville. They ain't played Louisville. Kansas ain't played no Louisville. You see what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. But we we've lost to teams uh, like Clemson, okay, uh, teams man. we shouldn't have, shouldn't have been shouldn't have now. lost to. I'd rather lose now, right? With them Clemsons and, and well, that's what teams. I, that's what I'm saying. We need to make those corrections to whatever right. caused that loss. We need to make those corrections right yeah. now. That's true, but but Clemson just beat Florida State. Yeah, State. they just be they they get definitely getting better, and you know it's probably because of them knocking us off, and you know, <laughs> you know morale and 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 that that feeling goes a long way. Hey, a trip, when man. you start when you start knocking off teams that you weren't supposed to beat, man, you come on, we you know. Well, you, need, you, you start you playing. Ride, you, you ride that momentum. Man. Yeah, that momentum starts catching on, and you start you start see even your teammates. You looking over at them and see what they do, and they surprise you. Like, man, where that dunk come from, yes, or where sir. that jump shot, or that yes, pass sir. come from? You just start. You know, that's what just happens. That momentum is something else, man. And that's I think that's uh, what's definitely needed for us because we, you know, we've had some skids here at, at the end, and then we got this Virginia team. Yes, sir. Uh, that we still got a uh, got a face. Uh, at their place, right? Yes, that's correct. At their place, that's correct. Uh, and then we, you know, of course, the ACC tournament, uh, and we just need to make sure that we just show up some fine. of those things, man. Cause uh, they're gonna be fine. Trust you think it's gonna be fine? Be fine. Be so fine. I should yep. go ahead and buy my ticket. Roll to the final four to Atlanta. I, I, okay, I'm gonna go. based on you and Weiss word, you, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and buy my ticket to yes, to Atlanta. That's what I'm gonna do. Chris Mack, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. 
Well, we need we, we need to get together. Hey, man, I want to thank you, DeWine, man, for your yes, time, uh, for calling in today, man, out of your business schedule, man. And I appreciate that uh, sincerely, man. And uh, I'm not going to hold you any longer. And I just want to say, man, much success to you. Yes, sir. And, uh, man, I, I wish you all the, the best things in this world, man. And I thank you again for your time, my brother. And I'm proud of you. Definitely yes, proud Juan of Wheat, you. number 32. Go by wheat. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Thanks yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. You have a great rest of your evening, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You gonna give me my flowers when I'm when I'm living when I'm still alive? Now? Yes, sir. I'm definitely. I give you flowers every day. I give them every day. <laughs> That's why I say, Mr. J has the man behind the curtain. Man, I tell you, seven seven six thirteen fifty. You want to chat with Dana and J has about strictly sports? Give you opportunity right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Give us a call. We want to hear what you have to say about uh, any subject, uh, whether we're talking about basketball, football. Uh, the conversation you just heard with uh, uh, Dewan Wheat, uh, give us a call about that. I love my, I love the Lakers. Okay, we're gonna step out to, to a break. Be right back with Dana Davis, Backcourt Sports. Where'd you hear that? Mommy. Honey, it seems Timmy's learning naughty words. Chill, you just heard me talking about Cricket Wireless and their BFD. Big, friendly deal. A free LG Escape Plus when you switch. So he's not learning naughty words? Well, he did hear your brother call the football rapper you-know-what. No, I do not know what. Well, Timmy does. Smile, you're on Cricket. Limited time. Requires number port in a new line on minimum $55 per month plan. Minimum plan varies by device. First month service charge and tax to its sale. Fees, terms, and other restrictions apply. See store for details. Geico presents, oh boy, another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, I got some bad news. Someone broke into our apartment and they took your TV and your computer. But what's most upsetting is they took my water bottle. Oh wait, there it is. I was really worried for a second. Oh, they took your stereo too. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate is only worried about her $2 aluminum water bottle. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. We are back with uh, Backcourt Sports, Dana Davis, Jay Hass in the building, and uh, we're talking about recruiting uh, 2020 and 21 for the University of Louisville as well, too. And you can talk about it in Kentucky as well, too. But Indiana had a commitment from uh, five-star point guard, uh, Christian Lander. Mm. He signed three days ago and decommitted. Mm. Yes, sir. He came to the Louisville game. Yes, North, 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 there was North Carolina and Louisville. He came to the game. It was like it was five recruits for Chris Mack and – Man, he went to Indiana, and they got beat, and he said, I'm not coming here. He wow. decommitted. Wow. So he's still interested in coming to uh, Chris Mack in 2020. Yeah that, yeah, that sounds good. It, it looks like that uh, you know Chris is really doing some good things. Then he has another trade by Zion Harmon, this uh, six-foot six point guard. Six-foot point guard. McDonald's All-American, five-star. Mm. This boy's tough. He's tough. 
Has another kid by, I think, three other, four, three other kids that's uh, five star Madonna Americans came really. It's an African. Can't think of his name, but I think it's Muhammad. Yeah, something. Amino, Amino Muhammad. Muhammad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and, the he's the five star forward yes, sir. Uh, from uh, I think it's from uh, Greenwood, Missouri. I think yes, sir. he's from, and uh, he's ranked number fourteen. Well, let me tell you this about Davon from Indianapolis. This kid is tough. This kid is six foot six. His brother committed to the University of Louisville. He's yes. six foot seven. Out yeah, of Indianapolis. Yeah. He's two thousand twenty. Yeah, his brother's t- yeah, the twenty two class. Twenty two, yes sir. Yeah, his brother's yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Chris Mack is trying to load up because he got uh, six uh kids <coughs> leaving out of the senior class tomorrow night. Yeah, he got a lot leaving. Who who we got leaving out of this class? We got uh Malik Williams. Malik Williams, McMahon, Ryan McMahon, Sutton, Sutton, Enoch, Enoch, Nora, and, and uh, uh Didio. Didio uh, yeah. I, I forgot. Yeah. He's I think he's a uh, um Former walk on or something yeah, like that, yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, he's, he's got a lot. We got a lot. Chris, Chris is trying to load up for that twenty and twenty one class. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested in uh, what this. Uh, it's a five star seven footer. Yeah, uh, that's going to be here uh, tomorrow night to mm-hmm. uh, visit us from. Uh, uh, it's Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, Elton Reed. He's like uh, he's ranked number twenty seven in his class and the number two power forward. Yes, sir. Now he's a power forward at seven at seven foot. Yes, sir. Now I, I want to see what this kid has has to offer, uh, and we're, we're definitely with Williams and e, uh, Enoch leaving. We're definitely going to need Lobo's some some big guys. Lobo's still going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Good. I, hey man, I'm very curious about why how I have not seen what's that the Irish Hulk. Well, on the court. Well, been, actually, I give you this. He's been hurt for one. He's been yep. hurt. And two is I think the Chris should have done is redshirt him. Yep. I think it'd probably been a better. Should have redshirted this kid, but he did. This kid quick on get the system together. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, this kid will be all American before he leaves Louisville. I, I, they, he come in with some high accolades. They said at the same um, at the freshman year, he yeah. they were comparing him to uh, um, Montreal Harrell. Montreal Harrell. Harrell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. were comparing him to Montreal, and uh, I was really looking forward to seeing him. Uh, but having I seen some glimpses and some of the times he's played, but. I really wanted to see him get some quality time and, and significant time. Matter of fact, Dana, congratulations to the University of uh, Women's Basketball. Yes. ACC what? ACC champs. Oh, wow. ACC regular season champs. I got the girls going to the Final Four as well, too. Yeah, hey, man, hey, they, they're doing a good job down there. Uh, haven't been keeping up with them as much as I usually mm-hmm. do, uh, but we have some special guests uh, coming on to our show. Yes, sir. Uh, that were uh, formal uh, Lady Cardinals, McDonald's man. All American. She McDonald's All American. Yes, she was. yep. And looking forward to that. We announce her name in the weeks to come, yes, man. Sir. And make sure that you tune in, and uh, so you can hear her story. And, and uh, we interview her. Uh, just uh, got a lot going on uh, for this year to come, man. Looking forward man, to an exciting season, uh, and uh, where we talk sports, man. Strictly uh, sports. Strictly sports. Where we do what we do. <laughs> we do what we do. Data Davis, you tickle me, man. Hey, hey, let's let's uh, let's talk a little bit about your Le- Cowboys. No, we're not talking about them. Terrible. We're not. We're not going to talk about them. Well, we've got a new coach, so we'll we'll see how that pans out. I know. I know it hurts you bad. You have a chest hurt. Uh, no, not no, no. See, I've been a fan uh, ever since. uh, You. I ever tell you how I became a Dallas Cowboy fan? No, you didn't tell me the story. We got a little time, so let me tell you. So my father was a big time Steelers fan. Mm. You know, back in the early seventies. You know, who was in the Super Bowl? Steelers. Steelers and who? Cowboys. Cowboys all the time. And so no, it was Vince, one I, Vince Lombardi. Yep, Vince Lombardi. 
and uh, Tom Landry. Yeah. I remember, I think it was 1977, if I if I'm correct. I was seven years old, and I'm laying on the on the couch, and I'm watching uh, the uh, the Super Bowl with my dad. And he was cheering, and just so I could, you know, cheer against him because I always like to talk stuff, and I still do a little bit. You know, I decided to pick the Cowboys, and guess what? I've been riding with them ever since. And just what you just said, that even though, you know, it pains me to see us where we are mm. and what has gone on these past, what, 20 years or so? Yeah. Guess what? I'm still going to ride but with my But every time squad. I call you, if something happens, you never answer the phone. You go to bed, you shut all the blinds, you nah, put the nah, over your head. Don't blame me. Blame Sprint. I think Sprint has something to do with that. Don't 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 blame me when it comes to that. The yeah. phone company. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Blame the phone company. You know, just right. something something happens. Ring his doorbell. Don't answer the door. It, it just something happens. I don't know about ringing the doorbell, but it just something happens with my you know Sprint uh, on Sunday evening, probably about six thirty when you know when the Cowboys do. I answer my phone when I'm you know, my team lose. Hey, I will call Sprint and find out what the problem is to see if we can get that corrected Baltimore this coming Ravens. season. Baltimore but I don't Ravens. think we can have a problem. Baltimore Ravens. Hey man, you said they're going to go to the Super Bowl. We had a chance. Had a, had a good chance, didn't they? Uh, you know, had had a great chance. Glad to see that Lamar was able to win the award MVP MVP That's of the right. season. A lot of people, uh, you know, had some debate about that, but I, right. I believe he was definitely um, uh, uh, the great, the best choice for that. We got to give know, it up one time award. for high school uh, basketball sports Central. Central yes. won the district last district. night, didn't they? Who they upset? Manuel wasn't. So I think it was something like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah so congratulations, Central. Yeah. Yellow Jackets. Yes, congratulations. One of you guys from Central, call us here at the station. Uh, back sport, back <laughs> sports seven seven six thirteen fifty. Talk to Dana. We want to know what who's, who you guys got, got coming up next. Man, Fern Creek. I tell you what, Fern Creek looks pretty good. Fern Creek looking pretty Mail good. looks good. Mail looks good. Yep. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Mail a couple times. They got a kid that's really nice. That's on that Mail point guard. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, really yeah. nice, man. Yeah, and Ballard. Ballard looks pretty, pretty decent. Pretty good. That, you know, Ballard always has a pretty decent squad. Mm -hmm. Who won the LIT this year? I can't remember. I can't remember, I can't remember who won that. Um, if you know who won the LIT this year, uh, give me a call at seven seven six thirteen fifty. Answer that question for me. I need to know who won the LIT. Seven seven six. 1350. That's 776 1350. This is the Backcourt Sports Talk Show where we talk, strictly talk sports. Course, man. Hey, man, we've had a great show today, man. We had uh, Mr. Dewan Wheat uh, here uh, that, you know, gave us some insight into, uh, you know, what he's doing and some of the memories that are shared, man. It's, it's good to talk to the brother. Uh, and Dewan Wheat's cold. Man. Yeah, he's yeah. Cold. He's always, I've always held Played him hard. High Play hard. Always play hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't believe I let him block my shot, man. That well, you know, no. he's a he was in high school. I was giving you your props two months ago at Seneca Park, and now you <coughs> shut me down. Well, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I give I give credit where credit's due, and uh, he blocked my shot. And you know, of course, I was a football player. But a lot of the cats that I, that we know, Dana, the Seneca Park were no joke. Yeah, Seneca all Americans coming out there, man. Yeah, yeah, you definitely had some players that came out of Seneca man. Park. Uh, Rob yeah. McGelmont jumping yeah. high. Yeah, Andrew Bailey. I can just name some guys. Oh yeah, man. you had a whole bunch. Of Joe used Harden. To, yeah, nice you used to have uh, uh, Lancaster Gordon Lancaster, used to come out there all the yeah, time. Milton, you know, you had a uh, uh, lot of kids, people from Ballard, John White, now man. all of them used to man. play out there. It Nick was Miller from the Dort High School. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, uh, I'm catch from Newburgh. Yeah, you had a lot of a uh, lot Manuel of talent Force, come out of. Yeah, Tony Kibbrell. Hey, I seen, I seen uh, old man. You're gonna probably try to get old man. You on the show. Okay. 
he's playing in the 50 and over league over in uh, Indiana, man. And and it's good to see him getting up yeah. and down the court, man. man you your know, force was tough. Yeah, he was bad. Man, sell out in them high school gyms. Yeah, man. he was bad. Yo, man, Tony Kimbrough. Yeah, yeah, Tony Kimbrough. We was talking about that that team uh, that Kimbrough and them had with uh, with Duke and and. Uh, um, Williams and and who else they have on that squad? Man, they had a squad. Yeah, they had a squad back then, they man. Had, uh, Nell Doctor and more, more had a, had a Bird Anderson. Yeah, they had a squad. Yeah, man. yeah Phelps, they had Phelps. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, more was tough back in the days, yeah. man. If you guys have a a young person that's having a that's in high school sports, call us at the station. We interview you guys here at Backcourt Sports, female or male. Yes, we want to know. We want to uh, make sure that everybody, all young people, are getting the accolades that they're supposed to be getting and being rewarded for their hard work. Yeah. So anybody. Academics as well, too. Anybody that has a kid uh, that is doing great in school and in sports. Call us here at the station. Call us here at the station, 776-1350. We just like to have fun. Man. Uh, Just like to talk sports and uh, just enjoy ourselves. What you doing tonight? What you watching? What you watching tonight? Uh, I'm not doing anything tonight, you know. And I haven't, I haven't watched NBA like I normally do. I've been I'm, watching the Lakers, man. They're tough. LeBron's yeah. tough. You like the Lakers? I love the Lakers. I love the Lakers. Well, I I don't know about the Lakers. I, you know, like what do you the think they're gonna do? They're gonna win. You think they're gonna win the whole thing? Man, Anthony Davis and LeBron. Well, man, come on now. I I don't, I don't think they're gonna win the whole thing. Yeah. Hey, you know who I do like to. That kid Moran. Oh yeah, ain't he the truth? He's, he's, he is the truth. And, and you know, don't you think he he deserves the MVP? Yes, sir. Huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, the kid is. I mean, the, the rookie MVP. The kid is. I mean, is tough. Now we know your boy from Duke. What's his name? Which one? Which one from Duke? The, uh, you know the Jones? one came, came out of Duke. You talking about Jones? You talking about what's going? Talking about the guard? Uh, no. Um, Zion. Zion Williams. Oh, man, he's the truth. He has scored, what, 20 points or more in the past six or seven games? LeBron told him, look here, I'm still King James. He told him, what what did he tell the young buck? I'm still King James. Stay in your place. Yes, stay in your lane. Is that what he told him? He told him him like his dad, if you listen and learn, you'll fish for a lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't, you'll fish for a day, young man. Hey, that's what you got to do, man. Hey, you got to tell him, hey, hey, I'm not ready to pass the torch. I'm telling you, man. Uh, But I do believe that uh, that is where the torch will be going into his hands uh, once LeBron uh, decides to go. Even though, I don't know, uh, this – What's his name? Um, name escaping right now. Uh, this won the the NBA championship. Um, oh, Leonard. About yeah, Leonard. Yeah. Yeah. So so Kawhi, after LeBron leaves, it looked like Kawhi is really yeah. coming along and and mm-hmm. kind of being the face, uh, um, being put out front uh, as the face of, of of the league. And I think maybe that might go into his hands before it actually go into Zion's. If he wants it. Yes, sir. Because there have been many that, you know, had the opportunity back in the day. You know, you had the Grant Hills and all them that, you know, before the Kobe's came along, uh, you know, they had the opportunity to have, you know, the the torch. But, you know, they didn't want it. Uh, So, if I think that uh, Kawhi definitely has the opportunity, especially if he wins another one. If he he wins another one, which he he has has a great opportunity this year to win another one. We're going to wave them cards home tomorrow. Virginia Tech rolls into the Yum Center at 6 o'clock. It's going to be on TV ACC Network. If you got Spectrum Cable, it's on 524.
If you guys have an ACC network, it's at 6 p.m. Virginia Tech and Louisville. Go down senior night tomorrow night at the Yum Center. 24,000 people live, direct tomorrow. Thane, it's always been a pleasure, man. Hey, it's been great, man. I enjoyed myself. Looking forward to this coming uh, next uh, episode, this coming Saturday, coming back up. And uh, we just want to thank all those who, who listen to us at the Backcourt Sports Talk I'm Show. Gonna get, uh, before you go, I'm going to get, you uh, know, we tweet all every day. Uh-huh. Me, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Okay. Man, I'm going to get him on the show, man. I'll definitely get him on. Okay. If you guys like WWE, I'm going to get The Rock. The Rock. On the show. On the show. Yes, sir. I promise, man. promise you that. I'm going to work on that. I'm, I'm going to chat with him tonight. <laughs> Tell him to call in and say, can you smell what The Rock can is cooking? Can you smell what The Rock is cooking, WWE. man? If you get The Rock on the show, that'd be great, man. I'm going to tell man, give him the smackdown, Dana. I don't know about that. I ain't taking no smackdown. <laughs> I don't know about that one. But Thanks for you guys joining. Your number one sports show. Your host, Dana Davis. In the building, the Backcourt Sports Talk Show. We ask that you join us same time, same channel, next Saturday. And we out. Have a great night.